They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poet's part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers. It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper. Homie, I grew up in hell. A block away from heaven. That corner ain't 15 minutes and move a seven. Pure snow. Yo, what's up? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to the Powercast. And we will be recapping Power Season 6, Episode 5, King's Gambit. Now, what an episode, man. And, um, you know, <laughs> to to recap this episode, I had to make sure that we had Miss Dana Abercrombie back. And we have her back today. So, how you doing, Dana? I'm doing good. I'm tired. I'm, I'm back, though. Good, good. You Power feel... has refreshed me. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. So, so there is some positive to, to power them, is what you're saying. I mean, I laughed so hard, it had to refresh me. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. We're also here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr., of course. How you doing, Rich? Doing pretty good, Gary. Uh, glad to be back for another week of uh, PowerCast. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I'm, I'm certainly glad to be here to recap this episode, because, wow, wow. Uh, uh, probably the most action-packed episode so far um yeah, yeah it was packed with, with that action yep so um you know last week you know we did a format where we went through like every character you know we went we we basically you know discussed their whole progress through the episode and everything but with this episode like everything was so interlinked that um i don't feel we can um you know get to some of the other stuff without starting here so we're gonna start you know we're gonna get straight to the shits that happened in this uh episode so um (laughs) (laughs) so let's begin with proctor you know um because there's there's a whole like there's a whole stuff like there's a whole lot of other things to discuss after the fact like you know relating to the other characters so i'm gonna get to proctor first and then you know we can talk about the other things surrounding that you know as we go along so um so let's start here right so you know of course um you know they're they're dealing with the death of the baby mother and everything and you have sax still trying to you know uh put pressure on on proctor and everything and we get this scene where you know um proctor is talking to benny which i believe is his cousin um which helped him before in the previous seasons you know, um, they, they're basically having a conversation in the kitchen. Uh, Proctor believes that his daughter is sleeping and everything. And, you know, he's telling Benny everything that's happening. He tells him about, you know, um, the whole Angela murder and the whole um, him getting caught on, on tape. You know, um, talk, like when he, he let his baby mother die and everything. Um, and then, you know, it kind of cuts to the, the, the daughter and her eyes are open. So I wanted to ask you guys, you know, before we get to the other stuff that happened, did the daughter hear that conversation? Absolutely. That was the whole purpose of them focusing on her eyes being open. 
could. The and reason, like her sobbing <laughs> several scenes later. But the reason I asked that is because, like, I was if she heard that, I was expecting her to react to it, like you know, like do something, like because because throughout the rest of the episode, she was pretty like normal with her dad. Like, I mean, wouldn't you be angry if you heard that? I think it's a lot of mixed emotions also due to the fact that her mother was a drug addict and she knows that her mother is a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was in the other room when her mother died during that whole situation. Um, so it's a lot of things that was kind of left unsaid with her character and her emotions that she's going through. But I do think that the way how she handled the phone call at the end with Proctor let her know that she knew everything that was going down. Okay. So she is very aware of things. But I think because she is maybe at such a young age, she doesn't fully know how to process that yet. And that's kind of why we didn't get like a Tariq situation with her lashing out and, and yelling at everyone. Okay. Okay. And Rich, you pretty much agree with that? Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I definitely think that there was some mixed emotions and not really knowing how to process what had just happened and what she heard. That's why she probably didn't react to it. But uh, she definitely knows a lot of information. And then, of course, we already saw in one of the other previous episodes that when Tommy stopped by, she she knows who Tommy is now. So late, later on, um, when this is revisited again, because we know it will be revisited again. She can ID Tommy, and, and, and Tommy's definitely in trouble. So it's only a matter of time. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I definitely wanted to just acknowledge that scene. I pretty much agree with you guys. You know, she probably heard, didn't know how to process it and stuff. I mean, I was expecting her to kind of react more, obviously, at certain points. But, I mean, you know, she is a little girl, and she's processing things still. And we see that she was still kind of mourning her mother, you know, looking at pictures and stuff. So... So yeah, I I can uh, definitely see that. So and in that go sorry. ahead, go ahead. But the, also in that scene when she was mourning her mother, she could have also been, you know, crying for the fact that her her father killed her mother. Also, yeah. So yeah. Hmm. Okay, so you know, um, we get to Proctor. You know, um, he obviously doesn't want to be pressured by you know the uh, the feds and everything, and also he. <laughs> He was visited by, by no, actually he visited Tommy um, earlier in the episode so that you know to take out um, Rhea Suarez because he doesn't want her lingering lingering around around when she can um, you know basically take down everyone. Um, so you know we have those sequence of events happening now. I want to ask you guys, why did Proctor want to stay with Jamie of all people? Like. Why didn't he, you know, go somewhere with Benny or something else? Like, why why did he choose Ghost to stay at his place? Um, any thoughts on that, Rich? Uh, this is actually a very good question because, I mean, he already knows that Ghost has some issues with Tommy at the moment. So uh, I guess he never would have thought that Tommy would come there looking for Ghost to try to attack him or anything. That 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 is something I, I didn't understand why at the moment why he felt safe to stay there. Um, perhaps Dana has a, uh, an answer for that question. Because he didn't think Tommy would shoot up everything. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, I may have issues with you. You have a weird kind of like brotherly relationship with a love-hate thing. I think I won't get shot up at your place. So I'm going to go there. But overall, it just didn't make any sense for the simple fact that Tommy knows Ghost's location. So that just made it really weird. Um, And I think it was just a matter of convenience for the script. But Mm. it really didn't... Everything in this episode was just a matter of convenience. Nothing really kind of made sense. If you really sit around and think about it. Um, The decision... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, continue. I'm going to say something after you're, you're finished. So the decision to go to Ghost's place, especially with your daughter, that's something I don't understand. I would have personally would have had my daughter stay at one place and I'll be in another place if I'm just that afraid of my life. I'm not going to have my child with me just because I want to protect her the most. Um, but I do feel that it was it was just a matter of convenience. And he did, in a way, think that Ghost could protect him. So, because mm-hmm. they both have a lot, all three of them are kind of are tied together. So I figured that he would go to Ghost because Ghost would protect him because everything you know could just down be a downfall if if he was killed. Okay, Rick. and him being killed would expose Ghost. So yeah. Okay, so Rich, you was you gonna say something else? Yeah, I was going to make a quick point. Uh, you know, what Dana said about a, a lot of the stuff was a matter of convenience. I agree 100% because we'll obviously get into this later. But go to the scene where Jamie shows up at Maria's house and she's already dead. Yet he gets there at a time where there's no police. No, no one's there. So he got there just in time to see the body and leave before the police could, 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 could actually get there. So the, I thought the that was interesting. Is, yeah, like, the police that's, is that's, missing all throughout this show. That, <laughs> like, that's why I want to ask you guys, right? Because I've been to I've been to New York, right? And to me, it looks like a really big city, right? And yes, I'm wondering, like, how is it possible for like Jamie to get there that that soon after you know Tommy did whatever to Maria Suarez, and you know for Tommy to get to his place so quick, like. I mean, I don't know, like, is, the timeline seems a bit funny. Like, it doesn't seem like he can get there that quick before the police show up, you know? And the traffic alone, I don't know exactly where proximity everyone is located, but <laughs> everyone, I'm going to assume, you're not taking the train. It is in a car. That alone doesn't really make any sense mm-hmm. at all, unless you could say that he was following Tommy the entire time. Oh, but no. then again, that no, doesn't make any sense so. either. I don't think so. so. Yeah, it just the yeah nothing made sense at all, and especially when the cops are always close by. And also remember the whole situation with the testimony. So my my thinking would have been that you know if someone is out to kill you, like just in general, and you're about to be a witness in a federal case, you would have some kind of even one cop by the door. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Just as a lookout. Yeah. Or yeah. even downstairs in front of your building. Because remember in the previous episode, when the cops went and tried to catch, what was it, Tom, tried to catch Ghost at the girl's place, and they stormed it in that, in that fashion. And then she changed her testimony again. That just 
it just is not logical. So yeah. Okay, so like to go to you know Proctor's reasoning um, on why he went to Jamie, um, I still don't know why he went to Jamie instead of Benny. But um, my thinking here is that I think Proctor. I don't think he went there because well, he was scared of Tommy. To be honest, I I feel like it was just because you know the the, uh, the feds were on him so heavy, and he probably felt like Jamie's place was the last place they would come because that's the person they're trying to ultimately get anyway. So um, I, mm-hmm. I, I felt I feel like he was really trying to hide from the prosecution because remember he'd already met with Tommy to send him to kill Maria Suarez. So I don't think he thought Tommy was going to kill him. Um, I, I yeah I I just want to say real quick uh, to answer your question about why he didn't go to Benny. I, I know he was trying to protect Benny. He didn't want nothing to happen to Benny because they had that dialogue where Benny said, "Well, I'll just." Why don't, why don't you just have me kill Tommy and Ghost? And he says, no, we, we're not going to do that because then you'll be the one to go to jail. And I guess he, he didn't want him to get wrapped up in any of this stuff. So that was why he didn't really use his help, I guess. That's mm-hmm. what you could say. But uh, aside from that, yeah, <clears throat> I'll be curious to hear what others have to say about why he went to Ghost's place instead of uh, somewhere else. Right. So, yeah, let, let's get to, you know, the big scene. Um, cause you know, there's a whole, like the reason we get into this so soon is because there's a lot of other stuff, you know, to talk, to talk <laughs> about around that. And, um, the way this episode is structured, it's like everything ties to this. Um, so like, I feel like, you know, get to it right away. Cause that's what everyone wants to hear us talk about anyway. And then, you know, we can talk about all the other stuff around it because all the other stuff around it is kind of linked to it and was kind of setting it up. So, you know, let's uh, get to this right now. So, of course, the the big shocking moment of the episode. Um, (laughs) um, So so when, you know, let's talk about where it all starts. So Tommy, you know, when Tommy is killing Maria Suarez, he, you know, well, he's hiding in her apartment and he hears Sax talk about, you know, um, Proctor, how he's how he's got Proctor as a witness or whatever. So Tommy, you know, that's not actually factual because Proctor didn't actually agree to anything yet. But, you know, Sax was obviously saying that to try and lead along Maria Suarez. So, you know, in Tommy's mind, he's thinking, oh, Proctor is a snitch. Like he's cooperating. So, you know, he uh, once Sax leaves, he jumps out, kills Maria Suarez. And then, you know, immediately he 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 goes to, to Jamie's house because, you know, obviously... Tasha already told him earlier that Proctor was staying there and um you know um Tommy Tommy and Tasha actually can't get up there because you know the, this place has reception and everything the penthouse um so con- conveniently Tariq is there uh-huh. and Tariq's name is on uh-huh. it so he <laughs> Tariq can, can get there so you know it was all convenient for Tommy um so you know, he he actually put a call through to Tariq and then Tariq, you know, left the door open for him. He took the girl out. He did the decent thing here, decent thing there of, um, you know, taking, um, you know, Proctor's daughter out the building. And then, you know, Tommy comes up and, you know, all guns blazing. He shoots up the place like this looked like something out of like a, a 90s Scarface. action movie. Yeah, like like Scarface, Scarface or something like, you know, um, Scarface. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Tommy was Scarface, you know, except he didn't die at the end. But yeah, like he was shooting up the place, missing, you know, um, 
I know Rich was laughing at that earlier, like when we were texting, like, you know, um, Jamie and Ghost, they, they can't hear anything. Like, they're, they're really <laughs> bad at hearing. If anyone's ever been to an apartment, because at the end of the day, it, yes, it's a penthouse, but it's still an apartment <laughs> where people live there. That was the most ridiculous scene in my entire life. Just mm -hmm. imagine being in an apartment and the floor above you, not one gun, not a silencer, but what was that, like an Uzi, an AR-15? Yeah. Blasting massive holes, not little tiny baby holes, massive holes throughout the apartment. Yeah, the floors, the ceilings, everywhere. Tommy did not know how to aim anything. Mm -hmm. And you're going to tell me not a single person in that building would have called the cops. <laughs> and that's like a prestigious <laughs> building in a white neighborhood. Yeah, this so is not, not this talking is, about the Bronx. This is not even the hood building where this people are used to people are used to hearing shots. Like it's not even one of those neighborhoods. Like it's it's this, this is, is the, a booty section with a bunch of millionaires. <laughs> exactly. So like after the first shot somebody should have been on that phone like right away. But um <laughs> but, after yeah, the first round it was just continuous. You'd mean to tell it didn't hit someone's uh, uh, ceiling. It didn't go into in another uh, apartment building across the street. The way how he was. Remember, he shot out the windows mm. just by the sheer bystandardry alone. That scene was ridiculous. Right. Yeah. So I mean, one thing I got to respect about Proctor is he went out shooting, and you know, we we didn't think Proctor. <laughs> We didn't think Proctor was the gangster here. Like he he was not a gangster in this show. I think he, he would last as long. He was an attorney and he was shooting back, like, you know, respectfully. Like shooting respectfully. back. Like, he was respectful. <laughs> like he was shooting like a G, like for real. Like He was but, respectful uh, shooting. <laughs> yeah, like um obviously he runs to the back looking for his daughter because he thinks she's still there and everything. Um and you know, he gets to call her, have the have one last phone call with her before Tommy catches up and you know, he knows that she's okay and everything. He tells her to go to Benny. And then, you know, we get that's that the final part of this scene where um, you know, Tommy catches up to him and Proctor is finally just standing there not moving, so he's able to actually hit a target and, you know, he he kills Proctor. So uh that's it, you know. Um, that's the end he of Proctor's sprays story. Proctor. He yeah. sprays him. Sprays him. Not even like a. Oh my god. You're the New Yorker here, so you, you know you you fill me in on on the lingo here. So he, so he sprayed him. Okay, uh -huh. cool. So yeah, you know, um, Proctor is officially dead, um, and you know I was actually you know shocked when I saw that, but then I thought about it more, you know, um, afterwards, and I was like. Yeah, I guess that character kind of reached, you know, the, the, the end of where they could go. Because the only thing left for Proctor was for him to flip. And for him to flip, you know, that would kind of make the show boring. Because it would be like, okay, it's over at that point, you know. So, um, I guess I understand why they went that route. But um, I want you guys, you know, to, to let me know your thoughts on, on this scene. And, you know, Proctor's death and what it signifies. And whether you think this was the right moment to do it and everything, you know, so um, 
Go ahead, Dana. I know you got a lot to say. Well, repeat that. Uh, just let me know, like, how you feel about Proctor's death. Like, you know, was it? I thought was it was it ridiculous. The right, the right he moment? didn't deserve it. He, he Proctor should have died a while ago. We kept expecting Proctor to die. He just never died. Um, I don't feel that his death was kind of necessary. I kind of felt really sad for it. But if you look at it, it's more of the mental state of Tommy right now. Um, that it just shows how untrustworthy he is and fragile his mindset is um so i appreciate that for showing us how it in how everything is impacting tommy overall proctor did not deserve this i don't feel i feel that you know he did everyone so good and they just they just everyone got him killed it wasn't just tommy remember it was sax it was um um tariq for leaving the door unlocked. Like, he he basically got him killed. He set him up. And it was just weird, and it didn't make any sense to me. Um, but I do appreciate everything that Proctor has done for the show. He did not deserve that kind of death, but we kept, we kept waiting for him to die. Eventually, we knew he was going to die. Last season, we thought he was going to die. Um, but just the way how he went out was just so stupid. And that's just how, again, a matter of convenience, him at the house, um, exactly where he is because Tasha mentioned it, and the, Tommy overhearing the conversation, everything was just a matter of convenience. And overall, I kind of felt that it was, again, lazy writing, and they could have handled it much better. They could have, you know, drawn it out a little bit more. Because he had a really good storyline. The whole thing with him basically killing his... Not necessarily killing, killing, but kind of like manslaughter-ish killing with his wife by not calling the cops when she OD'd and pushing her over the edge, knowing that. Um, and then we went through the whole thing with the custody battle. It was just a weird thing to just kind of drag us through. And I guess that whole thing was to get us more attached to Proctor and his situation. Because remember, the previous episodes, I was like, why do we care? Why are we supposed to care? I don't care about his custody battle. And this was all the reason why we were supposed to care. So that when they killed him this way, we would get an emotional reaction from it. Um, but overall, he deserved more. That scene was just atrocious. Especially anyone, again, if you live in an apartment, that whole thing was just not logical at all. Um, so Proctor deserves more, but rest in peace. All right, Rich. Um, how do you feel about Proctor's death in the show? Did it happen at the right time? Let us know your thoughts. Uh, I, I certainly agree with a lot of the thoughts that have already been said about Proctor. Uh, I will also add these points. Um, I mean, last week when we saw him, you know. I think he really made the dark turn last week with the whole wife getting killed and not calling the authorities. And then even this week on this particular episode, like he was telling James, you need to kill Maria Suarez. So the character completely turned to the dark side. So I, I, I at least was glad to see that because I, I, can, I can agree that they should have killed him off sooner. But I think they needed to fully turn this guy and really show you how far he was willing to go to try to you know, protect everything that was going on. Now, as far as um, what Dana said about everybody got, got him killed, I agree 100% with that. Um, 
I, I don't know if I'm wrong for saying this, but uh, I definitely want to see Sax get killed because this is a character now that uh, obviously he is the one that started this whole thing with with, with, with when Tommy, you know, heard the conversation of, you know, his father talking with Sax and, and pretty pretty much his father saying that he wasn't going to he wasn't going to rat on Tommy. That started this whole downward spiral of Tommy pretty much going after everybody. And then, of course, Angela is, is killed and, and, you know, Maria Suarez and now Proctor. So, yes, I, I want to see something happen to the Sax character, but uh, we'll, we'll save that for another time to see if they actually go down that route. But but just to stick with this whole thing about uh, Proctor. Real, real quick, I actually thought Sax was going to die for a sec, like when Tommy was hiding in Maria Suarez's uh, apartment. I thought he was just going to kill, like, all of them, like... I mean, he, right he probably should have, because <laughs> the thing is that he also is he had the holding Dre's daughter hostage, and they want you to also feel sorry for that character as well. So you, they kind of want the fans to want to see Sax go down one way or another because of the stuff that he has done on the show. Um, and but just to go back to what I was saying about Proctor, yeah, yes, he was he he was loyal to Ghost to the very end. He didn't rat out Ghost, even when, uh, you know, Benny was talking to him. No, no. When Sax was talking to him and he told Sax, yes, Tommy killed Angela. No, Ghost was there. Ghost did not want to see her get killed, had nothing to do with seeing her get killed. So even to the very end, he was loyal to Ghost. That, that's what made it even more of a betrayal to know that Tariq is involved in what happened with this guy. Everybody is involved. So that's unfortunate. But the character... To, to the very end was loyal to Ghost so I have respect for that definitely uh, rest in peace but um, I do also agree with what y'all said about there's no way somebody isn't going to hear all that shooting taking place and I, I did laugh uh, uh, that scene uh, because it was over the top mm -hmm. um, I, 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 but, but at least we know now that, that Ghost and Tommy you know whenever they have like a relationship with somebody and it's a deep relationship but when they turn on that person their number one answer is let me go get an overpowered gun and just shoot up everything in sight until I actually get the person um, because that is exactly how they approach this situation so um, but hey it's all good you know it, it definitely it definitely is going to be the moment that everybody talks about from this episode so I think that was what they were going for they want people to talk about just how brutal and savage, you know, Tommy was in taking them out. So, <laughs> oh yeah, they they definitely uh sensationalized it. You know, they they wanted to make it dramatic, and that's why. <laughs> Can I say something? This yeah. could actually um cause Uncle Benny to step up because okay, that, of the that, nature. That was actually that was my oh. next question. Um, so will Benny try to get revenge? So go ahead, Dana. The nature of how Proctor was killed and the sheer brutality of the whole situation and the fact that now the daughter has no parents at all. So I don't know if, if, if the daughter would then, I don't know who takes custody of the daughter now, but this, just the way how everything went down, I feel this can cause Uncle Benny to completely step up and he may be the character to watch out for. Because he may end up taking out Ghost and Tommy. Well, yeah. Um, I don't think uh, he has seen yet the uh, necklace that uh, Proctor gave his daughter. Mm -hmm. uh, he'd say, hey, let me, let me have a look at that necklace. And then find that there's evidence in that necklace that pretty much 
is the stuff that he because remember he told him oh i got rid of the laptop but obviously he still had that information so yeah i definitely could see that happening him getting involved in in in, in trying to take down both ghost and tommy so all right so you, you answered both my uh questions there like you know obviously the necklace that's a big deal and the the, the door is now aware of it she knows what happened with you know uh the mom and everything um so she knows a lot now and she has the necklace so at any time you know she can bring that to benny or whoever and you know uh this this uh whole case can get blown wide open so even though you know proctor is gone he's still there kind of in spirit because he still has the same leverage like that was always his leverage that he had you know those uh those recordings and stuff that could implicate everyone so now mm -hmm. that that's still that's still a factor so that's still there even though proctor is dead so um one more yeah. one more question now would this kind of because the whole situation you, you know Tariq went through this whole they showed the whole process of Tariq leaving the door open when he went and took the child out knowing that he was going to go and kill Proctor um which was odd because that meant the daughter and Proctor were both in the house at the same time right right yeah so yeah I, I thought that was weird too like how comes Proctor didn't hear any of that I, can't, I didn't understand. I was so confused hey, hey. by the whole phone call and then that situation. Well, well, I, 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 I can answer that question. Uh, Proctor was eating some cereal uh, <laughs> in the kitchen, apparently. So that, that, that's probably why he didn't hear what was going on in the, these other conversations. Wait, so, so, so uh... it's weird that the daughter wouldn't even call out and be like, bye, dad, or nothing. Yeah, wait, that's, wait, that's, so, that's crazy. So, Rich, you're saying uh, that the Rice Krispies was too crackly and he couldn't hear <laughs> when the door closed? <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. But, hey, we, we can't use that product placement. You know, they have to pay extra <laughs> to use that brand name. So, yeah. It was, just, it was just so odd. Wait, to the point where I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, that you, you said uh, the girl uh, didn't even cry oh, out to yes. him and say bye or, right. or anything. So, he... But in a weird way, if I'm going to assume that Benny is going to start questioning the daughter, what happened? How did you yep. get out? So would that implicate Tariq? Uh, well, that, that's another thing I was going to say. So at the end, you know, obviously there's that little nod of acknowledgement between yeah. Benny and Tariq. So do you feel like maybe um, Benny respects Tariq for, you know, bringing the girl back and everything and that he he might, you yeah. know. If, if there's any revenge, he might leave Tariq out of that. Do you, but he yeah. just, he didn't, he, but, but the, Uncle Benny didn't know that Proctor was dead at that point. I don't think so. And so he just saw him as, as a guy who was taking his daughter to him. I mean, even if he didn't oh, know I, then, I, I think, even if he didn't, even if he didn't know then, he'll, he'll know right after, so. Right. So then well, he would know that, hey, he took me outside. But he, I don't know, because they just did. I don't know if it's like, hey, he took me outside, and then oh, how I got saved, or hey, he took me outside, but left Proctor there. I don't know how it would it would go. Okay, I, what are you gonna say, Rich? I, I just want to make a comment. I I think he definitely knew something happened to Proctor because of the reaction when he saw her show up. The reaction on his face is like, what the hell happened? So he had to know something happened to Proctor for her to just show up there. Maybe he didn't know he got killed per se, but he he had to know something serious happened with Proctor. Um, but I mean, 
we'll have to see, you know, how they continue to tell that story next week. Because he definitely is going to question her about the necklace and ask her what happened. I agree 100% with that because it's a lot that went down with that whole situation. So we'll have to wait and see what they have in store for that to explain more things. Indeed. So, yeah, let, let's get to some of the other things because there's actually some other big things to discuss. But um, we'll save some of that for later. Um did you have something else to say, Rich? Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, Just, yeah. again, a shout-out to Proctor. Yes, a shout-out yeah. to Proctor. Best yeah, big, big shout-outs to Turtle slash Proctor. Um, I, I don't know his real name. What's his real name? Wait, that, that was Turtle? I kept yeah, trying to that, figure that out if that was the guy from... I was like, that looked like the guy from Entourage. Yeah, yeah he lost a, lost a little bit of weight, got in shape, and yeah. Yeah, he, he's that actually... A, he's a good actor, actually. I, I really liked him in this, in Power. So. Yes, yeah, he, he he did a good job. So, yeah, rest in Ooh, peace. He did lose weight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm slow to recognize things. Yeah, he lost weight. Yeah, yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Proctor. Okay, so, um, so yeah, let's get on to you know some of the minor stuff, and then we'll build back up to you know some of the biggest stuff. So, let's go to Dre now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Whatever Dre's name is mentioned, please laugh because uh, it is it is a joke. But um, but yeah, you know, let's get to Dre. So, um, so my, my first question has to be this: Why Uh-oh. why does Ghost even still have him around? <laughs> We've been saying that since the since the cemetery scene back in season five. No, no but why is Ghost why? Ghost knows he's a federal witness at this point. He's working with the feds, right? So why yep. does he have him just walking around like club a troop or whatever? And he tells them all the information like, oh, yeah, I had that conversation with Jason. He wanted me to get me back in working with him. And he says, no, I'm not going to do it. But he he know, he has to know that Dre, after telling him that, Dre is definitely going to try and work with Jason now because... Dre said, no, I can take the job. And he goes, said, no, man, you can't do that because all these people are involved and they know that you're a witness. So, um, but that, that's going to cause the issue later. I, I just have to say this um, to Courtney Kemp and to Mr. Curtis Jackson. Um, oh, please, please don't make a situation where both Ghost and Tommy start working with Dre again to sell drugs. Please just don't, just don't do it. Just, <laughs> Well, hold on a second, Gary. You, 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 you're jumping ahead because everybody has to work together. Uh, but, we'll, <laughs> but we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that a little bit oh, later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But, <laughs> but I, I, like, I just don't understand the logic because Ghost knows <laughs> this guy is working with the feds. So, okay, last week I can understand because they needed to know where Maria Suarez was. They needed to know who that witness was, right? So I can sort of understand why you know they used him at that point but there's literally no reason to use him now especially when you know he's a witness and you know even though ghost is trying to live this straight and narrow lifestyle he knows that his name is tied to a lot of things like so why would you even have this guy around like i I don't like they're acting like you know it was how it was before when dre worked for ghost like it's not like that anymore like i don't i just really didn't understand that but Regardless, um, Dre is obviously asking questions about, you know, Jason, like Rich said, 
and you know um he asked to be put in position you know to be distro and everything um and we also see sax you know he's he's still using dre's daughter as leverage to try and get him to you know create evidence um to take down you know ghost and everything so i want to ask you guys you know without obviously we, we've seen the preview so we know what's next but uh you know when you saw that happen with dre what what went through your mind like do you think dre wants to be put in in position with the distro for his own personal reasons or do you think he's really trying to help sax well uh, to quote uh courtney camp uh on her most recent episode of power confidential never trust dre don't trust dre uh, obviously ghost should know this and the only reasoning that i could think as to why ghost is still working with dre is because ultimately he is going to plan to set up dre because there is no other reason to logically work with this character if you know you can't trust him like you go let's go back to last week on this particular show when you mentioned how they you know they went to 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 to, to, to maria's house and then ghost leaves they leave just in time before the cops arrive and you said, how is it? there's no way that Ghost is driving away and he doesn't see the police are swarming that same building that he just left. So I, I have to I have to kind of think that Ghost has another plan that hasn't been revealed yet where he could control Dre in a sense where he has a plan that he's working on. In the event that Dre is going to try and turn, he already has something planned. But again, I, I don't know because they haven't really showed to, they haven't really showed Ghost's hand as far as that's concerned. But there's no way that he can work with this guy and trust him and not have some type of plan. We know this because the ghost character is supposed to be, you know, somewhat of a thinker in thinking out plans, even though we haven't seen that in the last, you know, in, in most of this season, we haven't seen it yet in some of last season. So, but I would have to think he is, he does have a plan in case Dre does turn on him, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> what do you think, Daniel? I think, again, I don't know. I'm kind of baffled as to why this should have been Dre going out instead of Proctor. Um, I thought you liked Dre. I I thought you uh, had a crush on him. I did. No. But I initially (laughs) did like the fact that I thought that Dre was supposed to be the next ghost. Because remember from the very first scene that we that we saw with him being the doing the grunt work for Ghost essentially, and him now being his own boss, but through bad writing and weird situations, he's just not. He's just, I just don't like him anymore. He seems to just be causing more chaos than doing work that he's supposed to do. Um, I don't know what his end game is with this show. I don't know um, how it all ends up falling down. I know that he is still being forced into being a witness and that they're using the child against him. And I just kind of feel that that is what is going to happen at the end. Whether or not he gets killed, I don't know. But I do feel that he will have to end up testifying or finding or even falsifying information in order to testify. So so you think we're looking at uh Dre six nine? Right. Yes, now? this this is gonna be Dre Six Nine. Just because he wants <laughs> his daughter. Which was odd because, you know. Um can I just make a, a, a quick nitpicky comment? Uh 
Y'all may laugh at this. Some people may get annoyed, but I have to ask this question. Uh, for somebody that is very stressed out about what's happening with his daughter, I find it very interesting he had time to fix his hair. Because, you know, he had the cornrows, and now this episode, oh, his hair is back to the regular style. So, um, oh, yeah, I, found, he... I thought that was interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got time to waste. He's clearly, you know, he's he's got all this fashion on point, his hair and everything, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm just like you guys. I'm really confused about this character, and I mean, ultimately, I'm confused why Ghost even has him around. Like that's the the biggest thing for me. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I guess we'll see what's in store for Dre in the next episode. You know, we're gonna talk more about that later because you know, obviously, we we sort of know where that's going. Um, so so yeah, uh, let's get to Tasha real quick. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> 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 so, you know, Jeez. America's favorite mother, Tasha. You know? Um, so yeah, like in this episode, she kind of uh obviously she's doing the daycare thing. She's trying to run that business and everything. And actually there's a drug dealer who's stalking her, waiting outside, trying to extort her for money. Um and you know, um eventually she's like, I know you're a drug dealer, I researched you um so let me you know sell some stuff for you and then you can get your money that way so she is after you know doing all put, putting in all this work to build a legit lifestyle for herself and her family you know her mother and you know her child and everything she's going back to the life and you know um she's slipping into her old ways and her old habits you know and now she's you know she she's taking some drugs and she's going to try and move it so, I think this is probably going to heavily tie to what happens um, next. But you know, uh, obviously, this scene happened before the end. So I wanted to, I wanted to know what you guys were thinking. You know, what, the moment that that happened and she made a deal with the drug dealer. So, how do you think that she plans to move these drugs for the drug dealer? Um, go ahead, Rich. I'm just going to start by saying that uh, much as we discussed with, uh, with other things that have happened in these episodes, things are escalating very quickly, you know, because, I mean, like, she got her business supper running quick. Okay, we can say, well, yeah, take hooked her up real fast. But for her to already be in the drug game, you know, working with this guy, and, and already, you know, you have to make a ton of money uh, because of what is forthcoming with Tariq. So I think that's a little, that happened a little too fast. Um I'm surprised how fast it ha it happened, but maybe that was a thing of convenience. Who knows? But um, I mean, the character obviously is is dirty as well. Um, I'm assuming that she will clean like any money that she gets out of this drug. She would just use the daycare to clean it. And I also think that that was a very when that idea was suggested when she talked to Tom. Tommy, I just think, wow. These characters are just completely dark in every way, shape, or form. Using a daycare to clean drug money? That's just absolutely... Wow! That's ridiculous. So, um, I'm curious to see what happens. Obviously, you know, all of this is going to blow up in their faces eventually. You know, and of course, Tate being the one that funded that operation, if he ever finds out about this stuff happening, this also make him look bad as well. As well as Ramona, who is totally, totally going to hook up with ghosts at some point we already know that but uh that's another topic but 
we'll oh, see yeah. what happens. Oh yeah, the eye contact. <laughs> the eye contact was crazy this episode with uh. Yeah, the, the 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 touching of hands during the dinner. Yep. Oh yeah. All of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're building right up to that one. Like that. That's probably going to be an epic scene. You know, they're probably going to make a spectacle of it. You know, because they're trying to. <laughs> They're trying to build up to it. Like other other sex scenes in this in this series, like they just happen, but they're really like taking the time to build up to this one. So it's gonna be amazing when it happens. Like or or they think it's gonna be. Um <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um you know what's real funny about Tasha as well? Like she makes such a big deal out of Tariq being suspended for uh, you know, selling drugs at, at the school or whatever. And then she turns around and does the same thing, like at a daycare of all places. Yes. Like, so, well, I mean, what example do you set for your kids? You know, of course, Tariq is a drug dealer. Like, it's just stupid. But this is why she's America's favorite mother. So, um, <laughs> you know, um, Dana, any thoughts on, you know, Tasha and what she's doing right now with the drugs? We have to we have to go back a little bit because this whole storyline was just ridiculous from from the very beginning. So okay, so Tasha was like, "I want a divorce. I'm leaving you." Fine. She got her own. Remember the raggedy apartment that was sad and looked like it was something out of HUD. Okay. <laughs> then she went and she's like, "I'm gonna open a daycare because I can make mad money from that." Fine. So she went and she got through Tate somehow magically funded was able to put in furnishings and everything that you need in for a daycare, even though she couldn't furnish her own apartment. But okay, she did that. Then all of a sudden, the guy... No, no, remember, she still doesn't have any money. She's still very poor. So she went to the the store, the specialized, what was like a Gucci, Versace store, to return all of the purchases that she made so that she can get her money back for them. And that was the whole scene that she had with Lakeisha. Where, like, you know, oh, Lakeisha's basically laughing at her. And remember, and remember the sales girls were like, we're not going to give you no money. There's some ATM right up there, you know, making it very apparent that she's just doing this for money. Right? So she's poor and destitute. Then all of a sudden, she's trying to do this clean life. She meets, she meets the guy again who's like, you know, you have to pay me this amount. Well, you know, for protection, you didn't speak to the community. And then she was like, you know, no, she was very adamant. No. Then all of a sudden she did her Google research. She said, I looked you up, was talking about you. So she went to Google and then magically, not even like giving it a second thought or thinking about it. Because remember, even during the whole daycare situation, they, they, they put the camera on her for like one, you know, two seconds to let you know she's thinking about, oh, we should open up a daycare. Because look at what my mom is doing. We should make money for off of this. So just in, in, in a blink of an eye, magically, I'm going to start selling for you. And the guy, again, out of convenience... Happened to have a whole thing of drugs and he just hands it to her right out of the pocket in the broad daylight. <laughs> so, yep. just magically, all right, go sell this. Just random baggies conveniently all together. I mean, yeah, Doesn't the, even... the, the drug dealers always have that work on them. You know? Right, but you don't even know how much that you're giving out so that you know if she's not going to take some of the money. Right? Mm-hmm. So he just randomly here, take this whole bag I have here, my my stash, just pull it out randomly. Okay, fine. Then all of a sudden, 
she's just magically pulling weight and, and is off to be a drug dealer. Nothing about this seems to make any sense of whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Her whole storyline doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, you know, I I thought her progression was going to be this. Like, you know, I thought, you know, she would... Like, like Dana, you actually said this, actually, uh, at the start of, you know, the season and everything. Like, I thought she was going to have that, you know, come up story being a, a strong of being a strong independent woman, you know, and, and finally, Mm -hmm. finally getting away from the life. But Mm -hmm. she, she's showing again and again, how weak she is. And she just keeps slipping into the same habits, you know? And, um, that's the thing, you know, that's why, you know, people like us who, you know, go out work and, you know, um, don't, you know, we're not criminals. Like that's why we're good people because, you know, like, you know, I'm not knocking anyone who's caught up in a life, but, you know, you have to, like, being a criminal is easy, you know, so it's, it's you know, putting the work in to be, you know, an ordinary person, you know, because it's not hard to be an ordinary person. You have to really put work in, you have to be dedicated, and you have to be strong-willed. So I thought we was going to see Tasha go through that and build strength of character this season, you know, but it's like it's just repetitive like we we just keep seeing her take one step forward two steps back you know and that's frustrating to see because i did want to see some growth with her character but she just seems to be like someone who's on the sidelines instigating you know all the time like she's chilling with tommy then you know she's talking with ghost and doing you know whatever with ghost and then you know she's trying to do all these other things for herself too like you know it's like I don't know. Like, I I just wish that we saw some real growth in her character and that she took a stand for herself and her children. But she just continues to co- contradict herself repeatedly, um, and that's frustrating to see. Now, I, uh, what, what were you going to say, Rich? I, I just want to make a quick point. Uh, you both make some excellent points, and and I I, w- I will just say this: even though they have they do have the same thing going on. They are at least being somewhat consistent as far as the characters, because Ghost is another character where I'm just trying to get out the game. But mm-hmm. obviously, that's not going to happen now. You're going to have to get back in it. So mm-hmm. that is the one thing that they have tried to remain consistent. But, yeah, I, I definitely wanted them to do more with Tasha's character. So it's it's they're not really doing anything for me at the moment. But no, can, 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 can carry on. Yeah, because that's another thing. By her repeatedly doing this, she's always putting herself in a position where she has to depend on Ghost no matter what. Like, she's going to have to depend on either Ghost or Tommy to bail her out, you know, or to help her if she keeps slipping back into that lifestyle. So, you know, for her to grow, she has to be able to go beyond that and, you know, not take the easy route. Um so yeah, uh, that's what I was hoping she would do, but you know, and also, uh, well, there's two other things I wanted to get to regarding Tasha. Um, um, so, like, what happened to Quinn, and why wasn't he in this episode? Do you think he might be related to <laughs> <laughs> to the drug dealer or something? Like, uh, that's a good question. Um, I guess they wanted to emphasize uh, this episode is about highlighting. Ghost's uh, potential, who he about to get busy with in the future. So they alternated. Last week, it was about Tasha. Oh, she might get busy with this guy. This week, it's about Ghost might be getting busy with with, with Ramona. So I, I guess that's the only ex- explanation that I have for that. But um, 
I don't know why he wasn't there this week, but he is, he's definitely going to still be around, I think, obviously. So we'll see how, how, how that's handled. Wait, is that is Quinn is the guy that was originally like talking to Tasha, yeah, he, right? He, yeah, he yeah. was trying to hit last week. Maybe, maybe he, maybe he is the guy who ends up being the one who, who sells all the drugs or pulls the weight. I don't know how it works in drug dealing game, but mm-hmm. maybe he ends up being that guy. Yeah, you know, I, it, I will go ahead, Rich. You know, I, I just just going to say it, it is interesting that she didn't reach out to him yet. You know, you reach out to the dancer. At the club, which okay, I understand that she's out, you know, with all these all all these guys around the time they probably would would pick up the drugs. So, but yeah, it's interesting she didn't reach out to him yet, unless that's something that she has to do next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because so I, I I definitely feel like there's something going on with Quinn, and um, he does seem like you know kind of street dude. So I, I think there's some sort of connection here. Um, you know, with that drug dealer guy that showed up in this episode, I think there might be some connection. But um, I guess we'll see. So the scene with uh, with uh, sorry Keisha, um, obviously, you know, she's trying to dig more and more about Holly and everything. Now, in last week's preview, I thought that you know Tasha just brought up Holly on of her own merit, but Keisha was actually the one who asked her about Holly first. Um, so she's very curious now. And she keeps digging, and I, you know, eventually, of course, she's gonna uncover the truth. Um, so I wanted to get, you know, since you wasn't here last week, Dana, what's your thoughts on, you know, the whole Keisha thing, and you know, her trying to find out more and more about Holly? Um, I think she's gonna end up finding something out that she doesn't want to know. Oh, wait, wait, she wants to know. You know, when you keep digging for something because you think you you may have an inkling of something because of your instincts. And then you do find out and it's much deeper than what you've realized and you're going to end up regretting it. I think that's going to be the situation for Lakeisha. I think that it might end up resulting in her leaving Tommy. And Tommy seems to be raging right now. So she could end up killed behind this. Because Tommy is very insecure. And if he views that Lakeisha is leaving him, he may kill her. So so you think history might repeat itself there and that, you know, he might... He might be forced to try and kill her again. Yeah. Like, to kill his girlfriend again, I mean. Yeah, to, to kill his girlfriend again. And it would be cool, because, you know, I'm, I'm good with her dying. But, Well, isn't she... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, just in terms of the writing and the storyline, they don't have anything for Lakeisha to do. And going back, because I, I missed the last episode, I wasn't here, but that courtroom scene... Remember the whole court drama thing of getting the Spanish girl and then later just killing her? Mm-hmm. Uh, which was just over the top and ridiculous. And again, doesn't make any sense to anybody. <laughs> if you've ever been to a courtroom and even watched a regular Law & Order SVU episode with the court, that just didn't make any sense. But okay. So um, I don't think that they have anything to do. They don't know what to do with Lakeisha. And they're trying to figure out something with her um so this is her own little side story is to find out what happened to holly because it seems kind of random this is not you know like holly and and well the whole thing with with the tommy and lakeisha it's not like this relationship is just brand new and you would have all these curious questions they've been with each other for a while to the point that i feel that they would trust each other 
and whatever happened in each other's previous relationships, nobody cares, and they can move on from that because they're with each other now. So it's just a weird situation of why they're making Lakeisha seem so insecure now. Now, it would have been interesting, I would have appreciated if it was um, Tasha who originally brought up the whole Holly situation. But as you said, it didn't. That's not how it occurred. But if they would have had her bring it up, then it would have made so much more sense for Lakeisha to all of a sudden be curious as about what happened to Holly. But they didn't do that. Yeah, because I, I, what I thought when they showed the preview last week, I thought maybe it was Tasha being petty and bringing up uh, Holly, Holly's name or something. But you mm-hmm. know, clearly it was uh, Keisha's curiosity because she had that conversation last week with Tommy's mother. So, so that's where you know it came from. But um, yeah, uh, any more thoughts on that? I just, they don't have nowhere to go with Lakeisha, and they can kill her. I'm good. She should have died with Proctor. Okay. I kind of I, I kind of uh, feel like Keisha is going to survive and be part of Power Book 2, as 50 keeps calling it. So. I don't think so, because oh, remember, she no. has her Why? own show. No, no, no. Remember, she has her own show. Is that show yeah. connected to no. Power or something no. else? Okay. It's con- it's connected to a, it's it's not connected at all. She she ends up playing a girlfriend of a football player. Okay. Well, why I have to ask why do you want to see this character survive, Gary? Because <laughs> he loves himself some Lala. I mean, I mean yeah, L- she... L- Lala Lala definitely got some work done. We can definitely pre- talk about that because everybody that I have spoken to say yeah, she definitely looks like she has some surgery done. Too so. bad it didn't involve acting classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, moving on, uh, let's get to the investigators. You know, um, I'm happy to see Blanco back. I'm actually warming up to her a lot. Like, I actually like her character. Um, and, you know, Sax and the, the new district attorney dude. I forgot his name, of course. But, um, you know, um, now it seems. Sax is very, very selfish here. We we talked about him already, but um, he really, really just wants to pin everything on Ghost. Like he's after Ghost so hard, and he doesn't want to hear anything against you know um, Ghost killing uh, you know um, Angela. Like even when um, who was it that told him it was Tommy? It was Proctor, right? Yeah, I think. No, Blanco. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Proctor did tell him that, that Tommy killed Angela. Yeah, yeah. that's so, correct. So, yeah, even when, you know, Proctor told him that, um, you know, it was Tommy that did it, he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't even care at that point. So, but yep. at the end of the episode, right, after everything happens with Proctor being, you know, assassinated, killed by Tommy, um, we see Ghost show up to his home and he's clearly in a state of shock. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what, what the hell is going on here? Like, um, and you you can't fake that reaction, right? And Blanco, of course, you know she she has, she she kind of knows she's smart enough to know that it wasn't Jamie because you know he, the way Angela took the the bullet and everything, and you know Ghost was standing right in front of her, he had her blood on her and stuff. Like, so she knows that it wasn't Ghost; it came from someone else. But Sax is still trying to you know pin it on Ghost, regardless. Now, what I wanted to ask was, you know, 
at, in that scene where Ghost comes home and he's clearly in a state of shock. He's like, what the hell's going on? Sax is there. Blanco is there. Do you feel like after witnessing Ghost's reaction that maybe, you know, in that moment, Sax really saw that, you know, uh, Ghost did had nothing to do with this and that he might be innocent? Absolutely not. <laughs> he's still he he has a vendetta with ghosts and he wants to take him down so this is a headstrong character that is just i i i just i got i gotta get rid of ghosts one way or another so um if anything he probably is more suspicious while blanco was like well no obviously he wasn't here so uh this somebody else is involved but i don't I mean, think he yeah he, uh, he, he he know he know better than that so yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I, I still feel like, like, sucks. But I thought Sax was, um, was still gonna, you know, part of me thought Sax was still gonna be like, oh, this murder happened in, you know, Ghost House. So, um, it's, it's probably him. He probably did it, you know. Obviously, that would be very stupid to kill someone in your own house, like, because you're immediately implicating yourself. Um, so you know but i thought he was really going to be that stubborn to where he would automatically blame ghost and when ghost came through the door he was going to be like oh i've got you now sucker like i thought you know that was going to be the scenario but uh sax actually didn't react like that and he you know um he was being more informal with uh ghost like just telling him what happened and stuff so that made me you know feel a bit like maybe there's hope maybe you know sax can be convinced but um we know this is power and things never change so i am probably wrong um so we'll, we'll, go ahead dana what was you what was your thoughts on that no because because remember the i say no because a very important line that was said and that was you know i didn't kill anyone but how come everyone around you ends up murdered so oh, yeah. that would make Sax even more, you know, concerned and 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 gun ho to get Ghost. But even in that statement, Sax isn't saying I think you killed Proctor. He's saying, "Oh, everyone around you dies." So right, but he's not going. saying that you killed him. He's saying that why is everybody dying around you? You're mm. tied no matter what. Yeah. What's going on? This is still your fault. Mm-hmm. What did you do? So that's the issue. And, 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 and to piggyback off of that, Gary, because I, I, you're probably going to ask this question, so I figure I'm going to ask it now. Do you honestly believe that Ghost knows who did this and who killed Maria <laughs> Suarez? <laughs> okay, so we, me and Rich, <laughs> me and Rich had this conversation earlier, right? So, like. If Ghost went to Maria Suarez's place, saw her dead, you know, and then drove back to his house in, you know, five minutes or however long it takes for them to get one place to another in the show, um, you know, they he, go, he goes, <laughs> yeah, so he goes back to his place, sees it shut up, hears Proctor is dead. If Ghost does not know who did it, he is the stupidest man in America, officially, at that point, like, <laughs> yeah. like he he has to know who who did that because you know the reason we brought that up is because you know um we was thinking oh is it gonna turn out that ghost 
doesn't know who did it and he's going to try and find out and there's going to be a moment where it's revealed that Tommy did it and he's all shocked and wants revenge or whatever like you know is is we were thinking is that going to be the scenario but I'm I'm like please no because he has to know who did this like it's it's clearly obvious like it could be no one else so so yeah um I hope well, that... well you know you know you, you know what the writers are going to do though they're, they're gonna you know I, I don't believe that that Ghostly was aware that that Proctor had that conversation with Tommy in this episode because you know they made it a point to meet out somewhere, uh, you know, discreet. So he doesn't know that Tommy had that conversation with Proctor prior to all this stuff happening. So I'm pretty sure they will say that right there means that now he can, he can't possibly think it's Tommy. But it, it, I, I will find it hard to believe that anyone else no one else had access to know exactly where ghost lives or it, in even to even have access to know where where proctor is at so um yeah it's it just it's just uh i want to see how they explain that because obviously he should know but sometimes yes. you just you, you just you, you, you never can tell so we'll we'll see <laughs> yeah like i i don't want them to do that to ghost man because in, in, all, in all stuff in those first three seasons he's like the criminal mastermind i don't want him to be like to now be like kel from keenan and kel like that level of iq like i don't, I don't want that to happen man. <laughs> but yeah um so yeah, so you guys think uh, you know, Sax is basically still going to be on Ghost Case and he's still, you know, target number 1 basically. Yes. And none none of this is going to shift to Tommy? No. Nope. Okay. Cuz um, cuz well, I'm I'm hoping that, you know, Blanco, she's clearly the smart one, so I'm I'm hoping that she's able to kind of, you know, change Sax's I- perspective. No, I can see her going off and doing her own investigation. But Sax is convinced that everything that happens, if you fart, Ghost did it. So <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to go too much off topic, but I, I have to ask this question because I feel like no one's going to really ask this question. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Nelly Mack as well because he was saying last week in the comments about the evidence that Sachs had, that it was, you know, pretty much, there was no way he could use that evidence in court. And then he also says what he is doing with with Dre is illegal. So I want to ask you guys this question. Why wasn't he fired when the guy found out, oh, you've been doing this illegal stuff with Dre and you made these illegal recordings with Proctor? Um, I want to ask that question because I feel like if that was the Donovan character that did this stuff, Oh, then Donovan will definitely be fired immediately. There will be no questions questions asked, nothing. So I wanted to get you guys' opinion on that. Uh, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> think anyone on that team gets fired unless someone dies. Like you know, I, I don't. Think, <laughs> I don't think there's anything you can do wrong uh, unless someone dies. That's literally how you get fired. Someone has to die. Um, yeah. Okay. Or you know, you know, be a uh, be an upcoming black woman, you know, like that last DA. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but let's not get into that. But yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like um, I don't know, like the it's. I, I would like to, you know, be 
I, I would want this show to feel more intense with, you know, as an investigation show because, you know, shows like The Wire and Breaking Bad and, you know, other legal kind of shows, crime shows, like the investigation side of things is usually very strong, very intense. It makes you think that, oh, at any minute they're going to blow this case wide open, you know, but it, like Sachs is like a, a he's a real kind of slapstick kind of, you know character in this like and i don't know like it's just it's not that interesting like there he's really dumb um and actually you know blanco i would like to see her you know be like the lead detective and you know be solving the case on her own and stuff like that i feel like that would be more entertaining to watch but um but yeah i sax character is just he's really just there to be annoying the whole time so um, and it's getting real tired at this point. And I hope that, you know, now that Proctor is dead, maybe that will kind of be sidelined a little and then maybe come back towards the end uh, because he doesn't... I guess Dre is his only lead now. Um, and I don't want to see more of the same with Dre. So um, I hope they kind of go... They, they they make Sax play a background role from here on. But who knows? Um, any yeah. th any thoughts on the investigation before we move on to the big stuff, the juicy stuff? Oh no, I'm, 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 I, I, like I said earlier, I would not be sad if something happens to Sax later on this season. <laughs> mm, yeah, hope so. He he's on the uh, the list of people we want to see die. You know, I mean, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Of course, Tariq. Tariq's been on there the longest. Uh, we got Dre uh -oh. on there. And, you know, now we got Sax. So, so yeah. Tariq is also on there. Say that again. Tariq she is said Tariq. Also... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah our, our, Tariq is number one. You know, he's always been on the list. So, <laughs> so let's, let's get to that. Let's get straight to that. So, of course, you know, um, there was a scene earlier in the episode where uh, Tariq is, is at uh, college and uh, there's actually one thing to get to before we get to the, the other parts so you know when he's at college and everything he's obviously he's run out of product and I guess he takes some uh, some ordinary aspirin or whatever like and he puts it in in the uh, the other container and you know sells that to the uh, you know Vincent and, and stuff but also we see Effie texting someone you know she's i think she's texting uh the people who run the college or something i don't know but what do you guys think of that because you know we had our whole speculation I... about effie um and her being a snitch or something so rich what 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 did you think of that when you saw that well i'm, I'm gonna be brief because I'm, I'm curious to hear what dana has to say but yeah when she made that text to 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 somebody i i that definitely was not the school it was pretty much to say that you know this, this is this is one person that's running out of product so he may officially be out of business and out of the game so i'm assuming that that is a competitor to uh what it what, you know Tariq's business but at the same time there's a little bit of confusion because later on when she sees him you know in in the warehouse doing doing the drugs and then we hear at the end of the episode when Vincent catches up with Tariq, he said, oh, yeah, we followed you. That makes me think, is she working with Vincent? Because obviously they didn't I, I don't really know how they followed them. We didn't really see them following her. 
I mean, him, but we did see that 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 scene. They made it a point to show the scene where she saw Tariq getting the drugs. So it makes me think that she's working with them, but I'm not 100% sure. But definitely isn't working with the school. This this is somebody that is out to either compete with Tariq or take him out, uh, you know, completely. That That's my theory. Hmm. That's interesting. Like I, I definitely want to see that where that goes. They got me curious about that. Um, so yeah, it, it's confirmed. She has another agenda, um, and that kind of confirms it. So we gotta wait and see where that goes. That would be very interesting if that if Vincent planted her or whatever. Uh, but yeah, um, that happened. So um, later on, you know, Vincent obviously finds out about this. Finds out that the you know the uh, the, the product was fake or whatever and then you know at the end of the, the episode um after Tariq has you know um delivered the, the young girl to Benny uh Vincent and his team you know they scoop up Tariq and drive off and then you know we're met with a situation where both Tommy and Ghost are called to the same place they show up see each other they think it's a setup and then, you know, Vincent comes, you know, he comes uh, into the light and he's like, I want two million dollars, you know, otherwise Tariq, you know, Tariq is no more, basically. Um, and that's pretty much how this episode ends. And then, you know, we see the preview and everything. So first, let's get to what actually happened before we speculate about the preview. So what do you guys think of that ending and, you know, them being presented with that ultimatum? Um, over Tariq's life. Um, so who wants to go first? Dana, go for it. Um, okay. Um, I don't, I don't really, this whole thing was just odd. Um, and again, it really didn't make any sense. It was just really convenient thing. Can we just go back for one second about with the girl? Um, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Because open with them playing chess at the school and I thought that that was a very important part that later goes back in the end when we see that it was you know it was her the entire time and that we know that it was the one that she set him up and everything um in regards to, and, and and originally I liked her character and then I was just confused as to why she was there and I thought it was supposed to be like Tarika you know finally has like a I guess a Tasha in that situation and he's now ghost um so th that whole thing and the baby aspirin and, and then being called by the um, school administrator was just odd. But, um, okay. And also, does anyone attend class? I was really confused about that also. But <laughs> everyone seems to always be in their rooms or drug dealing. No one goes to actual class. Um, but I feel that um, with this whole situation and the whole Tariq thing, I don't... I'm okay if he dies. I've been saying that a while now. I just, again, don't know what the whole purpose is going to be other than the fact that they're trying to force everyone to work together. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that is to create hilarity within the audience. Oh, look, that guy has to work with that guy. Like, remember when... Uh, Ghost had to work with Dre during the campaign. Yeah. Uh, I think that they're just trying to repeat that same situation and tag on a random $2 million price tag. Um, but this whole thing was just odd. And also, that wasn't... 
uh, those those drugs originally were Tommy's. So, how does a guy exactly come in upset about his product? Is how I was confused about that as well. Because it wasn't the drugs Tommy's. Yeah, like he stole them from Tommy and then sold them to Vincent. Um, and obviously, you know, Tariq can't get any more because Tommy knows uh, that he stole it. So, you know. So he was using the baby. As he was using the aspirin part of it, but he was still selling it. Yeah, basically, right? basically he he faked it. Like he made it seem like he had more, but he put other tablets inside, so it wasn't actually the the real drug. Um, so then, but he was selling it. It wasn't like people were coming back and complaining and demanding their refund. So that's where I'm confused about Vincent being angry and the whole two million dollar price tag. Because you know, um, if remember the last episode, Vincent was like, you know, um, now you gotta get more for me. I control you, basically. Like he wants, he wants Tariq to keep getting him product one way or another, right? But Tariq doesn't want to go back to Tommy because Tommy knows. And, um, you know, he, he doesn't have any other way to get product, so he, he sold Vincent a fake one. Um, oh, okay. So. It's just, overall, it just, again, it feels like it's one of those four situations so that we can have a repeat of everybody working together again. Yeah. Yeah, that that's so. my biggest issue with this. Like, we've seen this a million <laughs> times. It happened with, with Ghost, Tommy, and Kanan. You know, yes. um, they they even did the whole Tommy versus Ghost before. Like we we've seen this already, you know. And now it's at the expense of Tariq. That the person, like everyone who watches Power, wants to see Tariq die. Like, like, and we have to watch Ghost and Tommy team up again to save him. Like, it's like why, you know? Like a few episodes back, like a few days ago in the show. You know, Ghost and Tommy are, you know, shooting at each other, trying to kill each other. Now they Faking, remember, faking deaths. Yeah, faking deaths and all that. And now we have to see them work together again. It's like, you know, the back and forth, the back and forth, it's, it's getting too much. Like, it, like, I thought at the start of this season, it was already past the point of them ever, you know, being cool again. Now, I understand that this is, you know, Ghost's child and everything. He loves him. And Tommy probably, you know, cares for Tariq as well. He has his own relationship. I understand that. You know, I understand that part of it. But I'm just looking at this in terms of us watching the show. And it's like they've used this trick one too many times. Um, so, you know, um, yeah, I'm just like, how, how are you going to make this interesting again? You know, that's basically my question. But um, Rich, how do you feel about, you know? But I, I really thought that if they used a girl... That would have made it really interesting. The girl? Because at the end, remember the girl in the beginning who was supposed to be Tariq's girlfriend, I guess, now? Yeah. Well, would yeah, you mean... yeah uh, Effie. Effie, yeah. Effie. What do you mean use the girl, though? Yeah, but when they involved, the storyline ended up involving Effie. Mm. And the fact that she was the one at the end, she made it known to Tariq. Well, at least the camera made it known to Tariq that Effie was the one who, who created this whole mess and him getting expelled. Yep. Yeah, when they showed the chess piece. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I felt originally that this was going to go in a more different route in the sense of the girl is actually working against him. But once they started to involve the whole family in the random $2 million thing, that's where they left. They just lost me. 
and it became, you know, repetitive. It's repetitive. Go ahead, Rich. Well, well, one one, one thing I want to say, it it definitely is repetitive. Uh, I I think we, we knew, though, last week that this was probably going to be the direction because if you recall... Uh, after Tariq visited Vincent and Vincent was talking to the guys, he said, oh yeah, so as long as I have control of Tariq, I have control of Ghost and Tommy. So we figured as soon as, uh, you know, Tariq was going to mess something up, it was going to be bad news for Tommy and Ghost. And they just escalated that, you know, from one week to the next so we that we get to that result, uh, you know, almost immediately. I do agree that it would have been great to see the Effie thing play out a little bit further because there was no need to really escalate that. But I'm assuming that that character may not be gone for good. I mean, I, I mean, I have no idea because we know Tariq, he, he is no longer going to be at Cho since he got expelled. That, that's it. That's it for, for college. So uh, obviously, I um, have to see how they actually play this out beyond that. But uh, I do agree that the storyline of constantly going back to these team-ups that does get tired and as i mentioned to gary earlier i I, as soon as i saw this scene i thought of him because he complained about this already on on the (laughs) podcast so uh, that that was why i I was laughing when i saw they have to team up but of course now that as the writers are telling you well yes before it was about tommy teaming up with ghost or ghost teaming up with 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 tommy and kane and now tasha is involved because she got this drug thing going on now lakeisha's involved because they're using her salon to clean the 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 money. Yeah, trying to involve other people in this to make it seem as though this is something new or it's it's, it's bigger stakes are at it. But I will say that it is going to be rather ridiculous to see all this come together because the other thing is that it mentioned we want two million dollars in twenty four hours. So that means that it's going to be a lot of ridiculous stuff that has to happen because I've never heard of somebody getting that kind of money. In 24 hours, unless, of course, you already are a big baller and you got money like that. But what made so. the scene even more hilarious was that there was the montage of them trying to sell drugs. Quickly. Oh. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it's like a, a super drug spree thing where they're just trying to sell everything in in 24 hours. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, like the preview, <laughs> you know, like Rich said, it seems like this is going to be like a, uh, like a, um, a, Avengers Infinity War episode where everyone is working together <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah pretty much like you know everyone is like it looks like they got Tasha you know selling work through the, the daycare they're gonna have Keisha on board and it looks like they're even gonna go to Jason and ask for more weight so you know they can sell that but the thing is if they do that then they're gonna owe Jason after so uh, like I don't know how that's going to work, but yeah, it, it seems like, you know, they're assembling everyone. Um, and the thing I'm wondering is, are they going to, I, I, I hope this doesn't happen, but I feel like it is. Are they going to recruit Dre in this situation? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yep. He wants that to happen. He wants that to happen. Dre, oh. Dre wants power. <laughs> Cheers. So- so it seems like what's going to happen is they're going to recruit Dre because, you know, they need everyone to be selling and making money. Um, and it seems like Dre might use that against them to incriminate them, you know, uh, with with Sax. So maybe that's going to be the angle. Go ahead. 
I do, I do believe if they use Dre, he 100 he 100 would do that if it means he can get his daughter back. But I, I also want to to say one other thing about again they keep emphasizing this whole Power season six the final betrayal. I fully expect that everybody of course now has bought into the belief that we have to do this now to help Tariq. You know we don't want Tariq selling drugs. We don't want him going down a different path. That's why I think ultimately if Tariq survives, which I fully expect. He's going to be the one that turns on everybody because it, 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 it's like he doesn't really owe them anything. You know, yeah, he, he could be happy. He can he can put on the act of, oh, well, I thank you for rescuing me, but he's still going to do his own thing regardless of that. So um, I, I'm just curious to see how they tell that because I did laugh when I saw the trailer. You know, they had the scene where Tariq is getting getting shook because like somebody's about to hit him. Yeah, that was that was funny to see that. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that that was <laughs> funny because you know Tariq likes to play tough, but when he's in those real situations, he you know he looks like a kid. You know he looks like a scared kid. So, so yeah, that was funny. But yeah, um, any more thoughts on the preview and what you think is going to happen in the next episode? Um, just the super friends. They have to team up, and yeah, I hope someone gets killed again. Anyone, <laughs> literally anyone at this point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we have. Uh, I, go ahead, Rich. Sorry. Oh no, I I just was gonna say this isn't really so much about the preview. Uh, I just was gonna say, um, from a writing standpoint of the writers of the show, I understand that before this season started, the whole tagline is "Are you Team Ghost or are you Team Tommy?" I just want to say. I don't know how anybody could be with Team Tommy when you, this is a character that is clearly the, the the bad guy, kills all the people. And, of course, we know a lot of people, they, they're not going to like to see Proctor get killed. Those that saw him get killed, they don't think he deserved that. So how, how can anybody in their right mind root for Team Tommy to win when he is literally killing everybody on the show? So I, I, that's the point that I was going to make. But that's maybe off topic, so I say con- continue with what you were going to say. <laughs> oh yeah just to touch on that like even uh 50 cent you know he says tommy is like the realest character like he's the real ghost in the situation because it's like he's actually always been the same through and through like he's always made his position clear like he mm-hmm. is he is about this life like he's really about this criminal life and you know both <laughs> Ghost is actually the one that's flippy flopping between, you know, being a normal person and being a gangster. So, um, you know, 50 says it himself, like, Tommy is really the real criminal in this show. Like, he's the real ghost, kind of. Um, so, so yeah, you know, Tommy is really about that life. Um, yeah. He is. 100%. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, uh, I think I was going to say something else, but I cannot remember what it was. So, you know, unless you guys got anything else to say, we're going to end, we're gonna end this off here. Um, Dana, did you have anything else? Um, no, this is, it, it just seems like the season is getting more ridiculous per episode. Mm. Oh, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> go ahead. No, it's just, it's more ridiculous. The writing is just complete poopy pants. And everything is just too convenient. I don't really feel anything is at stake. I don't really feel that... I feel like they're just trying to finish this show so they can move on to the spinoff. Right. 
Yeah, so that was what I was going to say. Like, um, so we have five episodes left of this first part, and then obviously there's five more episodes later on in January, I believe. But um, so I feel like you know this next episode, even though it seems like a lot's going to be going on, I, I kind of see it as like a filler episode, like because you know it's the whole oh we've got 24 hours to you know to to do a to complete an obje- objective basically. So it's going to be one of those episodes where everybody is kind of, you know, um, rushing to to resolve the issue or whatever. And I, I feel like it's just going to be more filler, even though it seems like there's going to be a lot going on. Um, I, I feel like this episode is really just there to kind of push closer to the end. Um, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see if there's actually going to be any, you know, new big revelations going on or any, you know, character deaths. In, in next week's episode because i don't think there will be but um i guess we'll have to wait and see um do you guys have I, oh go ahead. go ahead i would like to make a prediction uh yeah gary uh next week on power ghost will finally figure out wait tommy is the one that shot at my place kill <laughs> prosser and, and and maria and he will find this out at the end as soon as they give the money to vincent and then oh yeah that's probably what's, what's totally gonna happen. <laughs> so, so you feel like they're gonna be, they're gonna work together for for one episode, deliver the money, and then Ghost is gonna be like, wait a minute, it was Tommy that shot up my place, and then it's gonna be right back to him trying to kill Tommy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because the thing about you know the whole Angela Ghost thing, uh, when she told Ghost that you know when Ghost said I didn't kill Maria Suarez, she said, oh you will. Well, obviously that has changed now because Tommy was the one that killed him. And so I kind of feel like in the future, we're going to see another scene where Ghost Angela returns. And her question is going to be a go- to Ghost is, why is Tommy still alive once again? <laughs> so so he, he, he's going to have to kill Tommy. I don't I don't know if he will end up. That's the thing, though. Between the two of them, I honestly don't know who will die or if anyone will die. <laughs> that's still just a weird thing of it I just feel like they're gonna just drag this all out And then at the end, psych Nothing happens between them mm. it'll, it'll be interesting to see I, I think either one of them has to die Or both of them have to die Like, you know um, And I feel like Tariq is gonna be Involved in that somehow <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep He's definitely gonna be involved Mm-hmm but yeah, but yeah, you know, I don't want to uh, make this go on too long for the people, so we're gonna end it off right there. I'm, I'm very interested to see how you know the people are gonna um, you know view this episode. Uh, I want to see what the people think about you know Proctor's death and the whole uh, you know Ghost and Tommy working together to save Tariq. Like, I want to know you know what you guys think of this. I really do love seeing all of the the banter and all of the discussion in the comments um so thank you all for leaving your comments in the first place it's much appreciated we read them all you know we try to respond to them all so you know definitely keep doing that and remember you can listen to the powercast on both spotify and youtube and you know um if you can't find it you can go to the coalition.com coalition spelt with a k and you know the show will be posted there we'll have all the links to everything um so yeah look out for that 
and we will be back next week to recap episode six of season six of power uh but for now we'd like to wish you you know a, a good evening and have a great week as well and um thanks for coming back dana and you know Yay! peace out to you rich oh yes we'll see you guys next week